Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. There's a headline for you. The Pfizer CEO tests positive for COVID-19. Has mild symptoms. Oh, well. Because they couldn't get him what he needed to prevent COVID. He, he probably took his uh, vaccine that doesn't work. That, I feel like we've had this conversation a billion times. The vaccine's not going to stop you from getting COVID. No one ever said it was. Therefore, How many times I have to tell you that? I'm supposed to make sure you don't die. God, you are like a block of stupid. That's it, just your head. You are such a, stupid, a block. crank today. Good Lord. <laughs> You're falling for everything. Oh, you were playing around? All right. <laughs> I missed that one. It's okay. Uh, all right, so Governor uh, Dippity Doo is only thinking about one thing, running for president. No, seriously, he is. Uh, it's a foregone conclusion, obviously, that he's reelected governor of California in November, which is really sad, but true. Survived a recall last year. All he's thinking about is if Joe Biden, as John says, doesn't make it to Election Day 2024, I'm stepping into that void. That's Newsom's plan. 
That's why you've been watching him this year. That is a void, too. Try to raise his profile on the on the national political level with all of these dopey tweets he sends out. And he joined Trump's social media to try to act like, oh, I'm going to be the little nasty boy in the corner making fun of them <laughs> because they're going to see that I'm really a challenge in this. And he's not. He's attacking the governors of Florida and the uh, governor of Texas, of course. And um, his latest now is he's dealing with a little situation here in California called not enough power. You want to be the state that leads the nation to go to alternative energy sources, then you've got to make sure that you can keep the power and the lights on. And if there's anything that gets in the way of that, you have to do whatever you can do to prevent that from happening, especially if you think you're going to be president, because the last thing you want next year and the year after when we're running up on that presidential election is for the headlines to be California's blacked out again. How many summers have we been going through this now where there's uh, rumors of blackout possible, brownouts? Well, we're in August. Alerts. We're not doing too bad this year. You're right. Last year and the yeah. year before. But well, they we had a blackout in 2020, and then last year they narrowly avoided one. But the next they two months. They stole power from other states. The they, next they, two, two months are the worst. And yeah. the, the, the Yeah, the, you're right. August and September can and, be the worst. And every time that they got out of trouble, it's because they did the opposite of what their plan was. They, they stopped shutting down natural gas plants. And in this case, they're, gonna, they're not going to shut down the nuclear plant. Now, this is Diablo Canyon we're going to talk about now. And this has been debated back and forth for some time now. They were going to shut it down in 2025. It's actually run by Pacific Gas and Electric. Good Lord. Uh, I, I'm surprised they didn't burn it down. Um, but Newsom wants to extend the closure into 2035 that's 10 years later and it's for the reasons we just gave you they want to make sure that they have those gas plants and they have that nuclear power plant there if they need it to keep the lights on so to do this they'd have to give pg and e a 1.4 billion dollar forgivable loan see apparently and they also want to Kind of exempted from that that nasty California Environmental Quality Act called right. CEQA. Like there's another thing that they have to do a reversal on. They have to suspend all the environmental rules. Ha yes. ha ha. So you're 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 burning natural gas, you're burning nuclear power, and you're suspending your environmental rules because it's not compatible with modern life. It's foolishness. Uh, it's, a, it's a 2,250 megawatt power plant. It generated six percent of the state's electricity in 2021 probably should be more than that. You'd wish it was, but um, of course, Jerry Brown, who was governor, didn't even want it built in the 1970s. But, but can, and of course that was big after three mile Island. Can you imagine how, t I mean, electricity is so tight in California every summer and they were going to shut down the largest power source in the city, in the state. The largest one in the state. Can you imagine that meeting? It's like, you know, guys, we're going to be really tight. You know, we could have blackouts this year. We're going to have a lot of flex alerts. You know, at any moment, the whole system could go down. We could get overloaded. If it hits 100 degrees across the state, I have an idea. Let's shut down the largest single power source in the state. Excellent. That's going to help. Well, the environmentalists have been all over them oh, because them. they don't like nuclear power plants. And oh, they claim really? there's there's a whole bunch of nuclear waste that Why nobody knows what to do with. Those poor little babies, they don't like it. Why don't they go live on an island in the South Pacific somewhere and get the hell out of here? Here we have human civilization. We need power. 
and we got to burn stuff, and we got to have nuclear plants and gas plants. So you take your little utopian, uh, childish nonsense and, and, and go take it to an island somewhere. I'm sick of these people. Yeah, they care about the environment. No, they don't. They care about making money by uh, running a foundation that gets donations from wealthy, foolish people. That's what they care about. How well, here's what happened. They were going to close it in 2025. There was a state regulation that ordered coastal power plants to stop sucking up huge amounts of ocean water to cool their generators. They say that's a process that kills the fish and other marine life. Can you imagine this? I hadn't heard that one because I thought their main objection was n- nuclear power that you might end up Well, with supposedly if there's a, an earthquake, it could be a big right. risk. Right. Sure. But, it, but also, it turns out, they're afraid of killing fish in the ocean. So the ocean is off limits now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We can't have a desalination plant because they make the same claims. So the de- we can't have a desalination plant. We can't have uh, a nuclear energy plant near the ocean. When, uh, some, suddenly now the ocean water can't be touched. Well, again, this is not compatible with modern life. So PG&E was told that you're going to have to upgrade the equipment. They didn't want to spend billions on that. No. So they opted to shut it down in 2025. But now that the state would exempt them from some of the environmental rules and give them $1.4 billion in a forgivable loan, eh, maybe they'll keep it open another 10 years. Well, because we're going we're gonna to have to semi-run these plants. We're going to have to, and we are. I mean, we've, we've given tons of bailout money to PG&E because they're, they're a corrupt disaster. So the state sort of runs it. You know, we give them a lot of money, and then they have to play ball with the state government. Same thing here with the nuclear power plant. We're going to give them a lot of money, so they have to listen to us. In effect, we, now the taxpayers own and are running PG&E. And what, what else are you going to do? It's either PG&E or it's the state government. There's, there's no third party that's going to get involved. Now, the latest wrench to come into this is a story that was run uh, at SanLuisObispo.com that a Native American tribe is asking Governor Newsom for help. They want to regain their homelands at and around the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant. I can't even pronounce this tribe's name. It's spelled here Y-A-K, T-I-T something U, T-I-T something U, Yak, T-I-L-H-I-N-I. Anyway. They're a tribe of indigenous people of the northern Chumash. And they sent a letter to Newsom back on July 27th, asking for his support in their negotiations with PG&E, which, as we just mentioned, currently owns or leases a lot of the land surrounding the nuclear power plant. So my thought when I'm reading this is it's become pretty fashionable now to try to make amends, right? Mm. What is this? What is this period we're going through? Uh, The reckoning is what mm -hmm. they call it. So, you know, Reparations. maybe they, if they want their land back, because I guess it was taken from them. Uh, well, we'd have to give out, give back the whole Western United States uh, and the Midwest. That may be what happens. And much of the this, Northeast. If this movement takes as hold as much as I, I keep hearing it's going to be taken hold, well, we may be giving you know back a lot of land. There's got to be a limit. There's got to be a limit because the, uh, the Europeans who did all those bad things, they're all dead. And all the Native Americans who were the victims, they're all dead, too. And we cannot compl- constantly litigate 1850 or 1750. Well, these are their descendants. That's impossible. Well, yeah, we're all descendants from some atrocity. And they've been harmed by our confiscation. No, the descendants are not harmed. 
the people alive at the time were, were harmed. Here in America, you have an opportunity to create your own new success. You should not be burdened down by terrible things that happened 50 or 100 or 200 years ago. No. But don't you find this funny? How does Newsom going to navigate this one? He is and going. He wants to keep the power plant open because he doesn't want blackouts. But now he's got a tribe that wants, I don't know, the land or something back. And if you give him that, what are they going to say about the power? I mean, would he, you want that land? He's going if to. He's got a power plant that's operating on it. The only thing he can't survive is if we have a blackout. Right, we have major blackouts here, right? Yeah, he can't survive. Everybody he, will turn on he him. He can survive an unknown uh, tribe nipping at his heels. All right? He can placate them. He can give them a grant. He can find a way to buy them off. Or he you can think that's what he'll do? He can, yeah. well, of course he will do. Because, again, he's got to avoid a blackout. Because blackouts mean Gray Davis. And you can't run. That's right. That is what's for, a big for, factor in his demise. Okay. He's already, he's already going to die pretty quickly as a candidate because you, you start running 60-second ads on the streets of New York, of uh, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. You run that ad, your presidency is over. <laughs> Within weeks that you start running. I, I if, if he was really a serious candidate, if I was running ads for the other candidates, I would just saturate the world with L.A. and San Francisco. What it's like to walk to school in San Francisco. Just run oh, it over. Yeah. Here's the city where uh, Newsom was mayor for eight years, and now he's been the governor of California for six years. This is what it, what it's like for an eight-year-old to go to school. He's dead. He, nobody, no, nobody's going to go near him. He's going to be so toxic, he'll be glowing. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Hey, we're bringing back the Moist Line in just three days on Friday. Call the toll-free Moist Line number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. And I don't hear, forget, you can oh, use the app. Yes. I hear the Moisters are very angry with the uh, Gascon recall denial. What are they going to do about it? I'll bet you some of them are ones that signed and they're not registered voters. <laughs> That is a harsh attack on the moist line there. <laughs> Listen to you, Mr. Defender today. <laughs> oh, you're being so nasty. Uh, I, you know, look, I don't know what happened, but what did surprise me, it was not about signatures that were disallowed. That was not a big part of the, uh, the number of rejected signatures. It was not. So we got to look at what it was which was over 88,000 signatures were apparently of unregistered voters. Now, was that a fraud committed by the, the registrar's office? Well, that's up to the recall people to well, find out. Well, the recall... But that one's not so hard to prove. The recall... I mean, signatures are a subjective thing. But whether you're registered or not, that should be in black and white. The recall committee claimed they vetted most of the signatures. I don't know how they missed so badly. You know, they try... You know, and I wonder if they knew this was going down, and that's why they tried to get ahead of the story... Uh, when we had the lawyer on saying, well, they were using the wrong law to analyze the signatures properly. There's going to be a lot of mismatched signatures. And there weren't a lot of mismatched signatures. There was a lot of two categories. Two categories. And the big one was they were not registered voters. And the second one was duplicate signatures, which also should have been easily caught by the vetters. So yeah. I don't know what See, company... John Copelt. Oh, here's John Copelt again on this petition. Well, all right, we can't use one. I mean, how so? Is that hard? I don't want to pick on them because a lot no, of people did a they, lot of hard work. I, I know, but it's it's frustrating here. They did a lot of hard work, but somebody maybe didn't do their job. Maybe somebody didn't do the hard work. 
Maybe God, it sounds like something basic got by them. I mean, maybe, if more than 10% of the signatures are non-registered voters, you would think that would stand out somewhere. So I don't know if it's this outside company that they were trusting. And who, yeah, again, what's the name of this company? Who runs it? Who are the employees there? See, everybody hides behind, you know, the vague corporate veil. Oh, it was an outside vetting company. Well, who? <laughs> Whose job was this? I mean, a lot of regular people donated to the cause here. You know, I'm kind of tired of... Yeah, you know, uh, giving the show over to people saying, you know, we've got an organization here and we're well funded and here's the website and please donate money if your listeners would donate money. And they're donating money. And one of the things they were donating for is the vetting company to make sure this wouldn't happen, because if they knew in advance that they were falling short, they could have gone on a full court press. They needed to collect probably another 60,000 or so signatures to get them across the finish line. And, and they should have known that. They should have known that they were going to fall short. How, how did they miss 195,000 signatures if they have a vetting company? That's the thing that kept rolling around in my head last night. 195,000? Yikes. That's like missing everybody in the city of Long Beach. It sounds to me like a lot of emphasis was put on collecting signatures and not vetting. And that may be where the money went, as you just said. Yeah. Well, they didn't put enough emphasis into the vetting. Pro you would ask them that question every time they came on the air, whatever representative it was. Are you vetting these signatures to ensure well, that there's a really good chance they'll still stand up? Because we, we always got the answer, of course we are. Well, we just came off the Mike Bonin thing. Now, that was, you know, a really local operation. But this seemed much more professional. This was big budget. All right. This was this was the major league recall. And yeah, well, we heard that there has never been more signatures collected outside of an attempted governor recall. So it was a big operation, and sometimes you can just lose control of the details when the operation gets too big. Yep. 715,000 signatures collected. But now we've learned, as you just said, almost 200,000 rejected. That's Although the recall experts say it's usually somewhere between 20 and 30% rejection rate, and sure enough, 27% is a rejection uh, rate. I know. Uh, the Chesa Bodine... Uh recall they they rejected 34 percent okay so let's say that so they is, had a remarkable cushion let's say that's the normal range let's say you're in the 20s or 30s all the more reason it means when you when you when you're doing your strategy for gathering signatures that i always thought 20 percent was a good safety i but, did too and that's but, what i was banking on and then when the the sample was about 21 percent rejected i was like oh this is going to be close but then they got to 27 percent and it wasn't that close so now so now we're talking that the cushion should have been 30 percent more well why didn't they know that and why didn't they see that coming they should have known early on it's like oh man we're getting rejected 25 30 percent right here you know we got to do something well if you look at that big category and again it was eighty-eight thousand signatures rejected for unregistered voters what were they using to compare the names on the petition to in terms of did they get access to the L.A. County database of registered voters? Is that what they get so they can take a look at that list? I would think that's public record. And you just stick in a name alphabetically and see if it pops up as a registered voter in the county. Yeah, all this is public record. I know. So if there's shenanigans, I hate that word, if there's something untoward going on at the L.A. County Registrar's Office, this shouldn't be hard to prove, right? The signature thing gets subjective, and that's why they got out in front last week with the story you were saying that they're following old guidelines and comparing signatures but that's not what the problem turned out to be the problem turned out to be something really simple 
rejected as unregistered voters. No, that was and that, plus duplicates. Right, because the the signature uh, matching was nine thousand odd signatures out of one hundred ninety five thousand. Right. So right. You, you, I, I, and this is inexplicable, and I don't know. Nobody's talking now. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't trust. You know, the Dean Logan regime. Uh, at the registrar's office, and I don't understand what's going, what went on inside the, uh, the signature recall. gathering recall operation. No, I, I'm sure right now they're discussing all that and they're talking about their options, but I think they expected a different war. They expected a war over how you validate signatures. Right That's now, not really what it is now. Maybe they trusted an outside company that wasn't good. Because Who? they hired that woman we had last week, that attorney who was making this big case over outdated guidelines for comparing mm -hmm. signatures on the petition to signatures on the voter registration records. And that sounded fine, and she was making a great argument, but that's only a few thousand of the rejections. Right. Uh, so I think they, they thought there was a chance they were going to fall short, but they were going to be able to make uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of public noise over the misinterpretation. Of right, the matching of the signatures. Right, uh, right. The and signature comparing. Right. And, and now they're looking at a whole other thing. I know, so now they've got to come up with a different way to fight this. Well, because it's a mistake that shouldn't be made. Because voter rolls are public records, right? So you should be able to, able to flag people who are not registered, and you ought to be able to flag people who issue duplicates. That's the I say, easiest give me a, one. Give me a list of the 88,000 signatures you rejected because they're not registered voters, and... Let's look at the database and see if you know you start doing a sample. If, if a thousands of a thousand of them turn out to be not registered voters, then maybe they're they're not making this up. Maybe they, they do get disallowed. All right. Well, you know we'll bring you any updates on that from the recall people and their next step. Um, as John just said, the moist line apparently is full of people angry. I guess we'll be hearing them on Friday. Uh, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, years ago when we talked about California's war on global emissions or climate emissions, we had this joke about one state legislator who kept getting obsessed over cow farts. Ricardo Lara. Well, I think his insurance commissioner. Yes. Now. Yes. He's a, a, a uh, longtime dope. He was in the state legislature. I think he's from Long Beach. And you, um, this story that ran over weekend, over the weekend in a number of Southern California newspapers tells you all you need to know about the ridiculousness of California's efforts to control emissions. In this case, we are talking about the cows. And what we're talking about is methane. And this has devastated the dairy industry in the state in that the California regulators have just been obsessed with cow methane emissions. And There's this some right story there. pinpoints the problem. A number of the dairies who are trying to do something to comply with the regulations, some of them are doing one thing, they're shipping the cows to other states. And that just means they put out their methane in another state. It does not change the total picture for global emissions. The, Something, uh, a point we've tried to make on the show well, a billion times. I actually have a term for it, leakage. Isn't it, isn't it obvious, though? This is what's so stupid. They, they put so many disincentives and regulations on dairy farming that, well, if the cows are shipped to another state, doesn't every idiot in Sacramento know that you're just moving the methane 
to Texas or to Colorado instead of here, but it's the same methane, the same amount, the same atmosphere, the same alleged warning. I, how could they be so stupid? Why are they so stupid? This is like a 10-second a, a conversation here. You don't have to get very deep into a scientific analysis. You don't need a thesis on this, a doctorate. It's like, hey, if the cow farts here or the cow farts in Texas, it's the same methane fart floating in the air. This story focuses on Southern California dairies. Back in the 1990s, there were an estimated 500,000 dairy farms with 400,000 cows in places like Chino and South Ontario Today, there's 22 left. That's what's happened over the last 30 years because a couple of things. Some moved up to Bakersfield in the San Joaquin Valley because the land is cheaper. But others just shipped their cows across state lines or took their cows across state lines. And as the story says, well, these greenhouse gases don't stick around the atmosphere. But if, if you just ship them to another state and they call it leakage, that's what happens. Northview Dairy in Ontario. That's the example they used. They sold 3,000 cows to a farmer who owns land in Kansas and Colorado. Because of regulations in California, the high price for cows, and a great offer from an Irvine company to turn the dairy farm land into housing. So the cows are uh, shipped out of state, thousands of them. And they don't have to worry in these other states about the rising costs or the water problems or the regulations that, that, that surround not only cow farts, but cow burps Belts, yeah, and arches. cow poop. Because then the Belches. manure sits there and starts to decay and the methane emanates from the poop into the air. So now it'll just do it in Colorado. Yeah, the problem the state thinks with methane is the methane doesn't stick around in the atmosphere as long as carbon dioxide does, but it's supposedly much more potent. But it's it's the same problem. You're not going to get people to eat less meat, and you're not going to get them to drink less milk. So as long as the cow is a prime source of basic nutrition, and it is, then you're going to have methane coming from, from the cow gas. There's nothing you well, can do to change that. It just depends what state it's it's emanating from. It's all the same atmosphere. I don't know what's wrong with people. All it means is you have to get our dairy from other states, which makes it more expensive because we're right. driving out but, the dairy industry in the state. Okay, but other than this this global warming issue that the cultists are obsessed with, why would you do that? We have well, it makes no sense because they're just in other states still right. you know, belching. Right. So, so what, then the total emissions for the country or the world remains the same. So the only reason is the methane emissions, but the solution does not reduce methane emissions in the slightest. It just moves it to another state. I, that's what I'm saying. Does anybody think through this even for a minute? So the rest of the story talks about solutions. They have something called a digester. <laughs> Uh, it says here it's called an anaerobic digester system. Roofs are placed over manure lagoons to capture methane and other gases as they're released. Those gases are then converted into renewable biogas, which can, which can actually power natural gas-equipped vehicles. However, they're very 
expensive. It cost about $6 million to add a digester to right. one 2,000-cow farm. So there is not one dairy farm, not one in Southern California, that has a digester. No, So their much. big stupid idea is way too expensive. Even if the government uh, pays 50% of the cost, it's too expensive. The other ideas are letting cows spend more time on pasture or building systems to let worms help digest the manure. Ew. These, these costs are usually about a million dollars. They've also had this plan, and we've talked about this before, to change the cow's diet a bit. And one thing they're trying is a red seaweed supplement. It has been shown to reduce methane by as much as 90%, but you might have guessed it. Some of the cows aren't taken to it. Well, They're apparently very particular about what they eat. Well, yeah. Well, who wants to eat red seaweed outside of Deborah, maybe? I guess they notice it, right. <laughs> Sprinkling a quarter teaspoon a day of a white powder called Bovier, which is approved for use in Europe, might cut methane by 30%. They're also looking at other additives like garlic or grape pomace. Yeah, but the stink of the garlic might get into the milk supply. Right. So then you'll be drinking garlic milk. Right. So <laughs> these are all a bunch of worthless experiments because they're just they're just shipping. The, nobody's going to spend millions and millions of dollars on a digester. Just sell your cows, grow something else on the land, sell the land to a, a developer. Uh, and let Colorado and Kansas raise the cows because they, they don't have these rules. Right. There's 49 states where you don't run into this idiocy. And it is just idiocy. Oh, yeah, we've had 20 years of this. Yeah. We're trying to be out in front with all Good. this, and nobody's so, following. So all it's doing is decimating the population, costing Californians a lot more money for things. So, so they destroyed the dairy, they're destroying the dairy industry in California. It'll thrive in the, all the other states. Um, it's not going to have any effect on global warming. It's not going to have any effect on milk and uh, beef consumption. It, it's, it's just government idiocy. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, uh, Biden signed the ridiculously named uh, Inflation Reduction Act today and actually came back from his vacation week to Washington, D.C., $740 billion. And, of course, most who look at the bill say it's got nothing to do with reducing inflation. It's kind of a silly. It's just they give the title to try to get people believing that they're doing something. You saw the poll. Only 12 percent believed it would reduce inflation. Yeah, I guess they're not falling for it. No, no. no, nobody's paying attention to him anymore. It's being touted more as a climate and health care bill. Yeah, sure. That... <laughs> a climate. You know, this is really hysterical. They've created hysteria that's producing these massive government-funded industries that will accomplish absolutely nothing. Just watch this period. It's, it's just fascinating. This, this is a history book 100 years from now. Uh, how the United States lost its mind over climate, over something it, can, it can't control. And, create and one all of the biggest of climate phonies is highlighted in a Fox News story. This is the actor Leonardo DiCaprio, who has long had a foundation. He actually set it up in the late 90s. The Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation, which awards grants to a fund that backs a private law firm's efforts to go after oil companies. All right, so it's all about chasing after the fossil fuel companies. And, of course, what we know about Leonardo DiCaprio is there's probably few celebrities that travel more around the world on private jets than Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, and the story highlights all of his 
trips around the world a couple times to actually get climate awards, which is really kind of ironic. Uh, also, his trips on yachts, his trips on jet skis, the fact that he is doing nothing personally to reduce his carbon footprint, but well, he spends money all over the world to try to chase after others to reduce the world's so, carbon footprint. So he funnels money through these bogus organizations, right, to attack oil companies. And then he is one of the uh, oil industry's best customers. He is. I mean, he, he buys so much uh, fuel. Uh, listen to this. Six round trips on private jets in six weeks in 2014. Sony Pictures arranged for DiCaprio to take the jet from California to New York during the period April-May 2014. Six. Six. Round trips. That's 12 separate trips in about six weeks, which means once a week he was flying from L.A. to New York and back. This was from this was from internal Sony emails that WikiLeaks published in 2015. He reportedly flew in 2016 8,000 miles via private jet Europe to New York City to an accept award for environmental activism. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that phony? <laughs> he he uh, he had a yacht. Owned by the United Arab Emirates Deputy Prime Minister uh, to the World Cup in Brazil. There was a photo of him on a yacht in San Tropez, jet skiing with other celebrities. He criticizes Brazil over deforesting the Amazon. And that nation's president <laughs> slammed him in a tweet saying, You again, Leo? This way you'll become my best electoral cable, as we say in Brazil. I can tell you, give up your yacht before lecturing the world, but I know, progressives, you want to change the entire world, but never yourselves. So I'll let you off the hook. That's exactly, he said it correct. Yep. Wants to, uh, wants to regulate our behavior, not his. I, I, and there are so many of these climate phonies. John Kerry's another good example. Oh, God, yes. But usually they're actors and actresses who want to go around the world lecturing. Climate change is real, DiCaprio said during a speech. It's happening right now. It's the most urgent threat facing our entire species. We need to work collectively together and stop procrastinating. Yeah, you're doing your part, aren't you? <laughs> I'm telling you. With all your yacht trips and private jet uh, trips. Left-wing wealthy people are financing all the trouble in the world. They're driving up our energy prices, or oil and gas prices here, they're the ones that are funding the Gascon and Chesa Bodines of the world. They're the ones funding these 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 crazed homeless groups that are ruining our lives, because our public lives. Because they're insulated lives. from the problems. Yes, they right? are. Because with their wealth, they keep themselves isolated from the homeless and the crime, and they keep themselves in private jets so they can travel fast, but they can lecture everybody on climate change and, oh, how sad it is for the homeless and we need to do more. Absolute fraud phonies. I remember that story from a couple of years ago when uh, it's been probably remember Greta Thunberg. Yes. <laughs> the Swedish climate activist who was a teenager and got world attention for one of her speeches. And I don't know what she's doing now. I guess she's still, but remember she was supposed to go to some climate conference, but they knew because of stories like this, how are we going to get her there without a climate footprint? Right? So remember they put her on boats that didn't have engines? Solar-powered boats. <laughs> and she was floating They went along. through this long, torturous process to get her to this 
climate conference. I forget where it was, but uh, she had to she had to float in the Atlantic Ocean for like a couple of weeks on a solar panel. because she knew the whole world was watching her. Most of most of the world doesn't report on these celebrities, but they were going to report on that trip because she was hot <laughs> news then. So the, you know her PR handlers knew well. We've got to figure out a way to get her there without much of a carbon footprint. And what if, are you going to come up with? Solar-powered boats. And she proved that, hey, if you want to go to Europe, you're going to have to take a plane. Yeah, it took her south... weeks to get there, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. So the solar-powered boat is not going to get you there anytime soon. <laughs> and it was a small boat. What they don't get, oh, well, they do, but living in the modern world, All right. you just have to figure out another solution. Now, what is that impulse? Because you and I don't have it. The impulse of these wealthy people to act like a phony, to get on a big stage and start lecturing everyone, funding you know the global warming, funding the the gas cones. What? Why? Why are they doing this? What? What is it? They're 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 insulated, right? They never suffer the consequences. So why are they doing that to us? It is just the thrill of controlling. Is that the thrill of punishing other people? I, I don't know. You should never do anything you can't yourself that you can't expect other people to do if you decide that you're going to give something up because it's an important cause but I, then you should give it up i guess tell other people to do it i guess this is just the, the power of narcissism in in that they need the adulation and all these people know they can get a lot of cheap applause and adulation by claiming to be a climate warrior right schwarzenegger was like that and, oh, yeah. and, and so yeah, the he stuff is playing back and forth between sacramento right. and santa monica he like was every a, week he was another fake now you think the criticism of being called a fake, they would be embarrassed. But they're not embarrassed because the adulation is so great, it almost doesn't matter that they're hypocrites. It doesn't matter that what they're doing makes no difference, which is another thing. Not only are they hypocrites, but what they're, what they're pushing doesn't, doesn't have any effect on the climate. But I guess it's just the need for adulation. Because All right, we got more coming up. Can't have a hit movie out every day. John and Ken Show, Deborah Mark has the news, KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. improves children's health by developing better treatments and technologies. Ranked number five in the nation, we take on the most complex, rare, and life-threatening conditions because all children deserve a healthy future. Learn more at childrensnational.org innovation. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.